0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another show of the uh, Glorious Gentlemen's. Tonight we have the esteemed guest of uh, some very fine gentlemen. Uh, we have um, now Messiah, oh I said that wrong, uh, oh good god, <laughs> oh good god, <laughs> Nile Messiah the Great, are you there?
1: I am here.
0: Uh, Sir Roxelon.
2: You know, it's just simple lines intertwining, you know, very much like, well, I'm really influenced by Mozart and Bach. It's sort oh, of in between me. those, really. It's like a mock piece, sort of. Mm, the
1: lines in the twine.
2: Well, oh, you, Amy, what are you? I call this one Lick My Love Pump.
0: Oh, oh, oh. I just got to go change my underwear. Hang on for a second also tonight we have an esteemed guest that's joined us lord of the flame are you there
3: <laughs> i am good sir
0: oh lovely 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 and i am your host i i am uh sapon uh, <laughs> tonight we have a an excellent show going on for all of you lovely guests that are listening to us tonight um our main topic tonight is the uh, things in everyday life that Piece you off, or just piece off, whatever. Who would like to get started on this topic tonight. Oh no, I spilled! Oh no, there goes my arm! <laughs> oh, I spared a little, mate. Oh God, who's been drinking tonight? Oh, it's <laughs> definitely been drinking tonight. <laughs>
2: oh lord oh oh. Oh, that was great so this all started with a dishwasher discussion it did it did so wait why don't we start there actually it started with me complaining about the dishwasher
4: yeah someone posted actually tonight saying what the f yeah (laughs) that was that grant
1: yes it was and i thought he i thought he was gonna be here talking shit like that What what was he complaining about tonight his, someone, dishwasher. his dishwasher.
2: Ah, his, somebody didn't uh, load the dishwasher right.
4: Right. Yeah. So so I get told I am too critical in my household that every time someone loads a dishwasher, I'm reloading it. And I'm I mean, it drives me crazy because if you put a cup upside down or face up, let's say, how the hell is that gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Or you put a plate back to back. I mean, face forward to face forward. You know what I mean? Like they're together. Yeah, yeah. And and you can't even get water inside there. Like one's uh, not one's not nestled. Uh, exactly. What? Or, what, or it's, what it's, they don't rinse the dishes off. So when a dishwasher first rinses, it's washing all that shit and just keep running it over and over and over on itself.
2: Because we all know the dishes need to go nuts to butts. Nuts to butts. They got to so, go nuts to butts.
4: I go crazy. And, uh, you know, after 30 something years of doing this, I just do it now. I don't ditch. I don't say anything like who the hell did this? I just open the, you know, before I started, I look at it, fix it, and then turn the dishwasher on. If I don't do that and I come home and I'm the one unloading half the friggin dishes stay in there because they're dirty and they don't, don't see it. They don't get it.
0: I don't understand. It drives me, it drives me
2: <laughs> crazy. <laughs>
4: So, hell, you, I mean, you don't have kids,
2: and yet you said that you
4: have the same issue.
2: Yeah, I open it and I just go, ah, what? And I just, that's where I've just learned is I just, I just take care of it and don't say anything about it because there's really no point in it.
4: Sounds like a man of ages. I understand fully. How about you, Clint? Do you have, are you married? You're not married, are you? I am not. However, the
3: dishwasher has been a bone of many contention
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I, I it's it's
2: the so boner of contention
0: yes what, um, was, what with, was
2: what was in the golden child what was the the sword called oh, i'm totally spacing uh, on it I'm
4: i remember i remember i remember that movie but i don't remember what it was called it's a, i don't remember the name of
3: it you see I, I keep thinking of the uh sword from the warcraft episode of south park the sword of a thousand truths
2: by the way did you guys see that there was a, something going around the internet where they showed the the kid from the golden child who's actually a really hot chick now <laughs> i didn't know it was a girl <laughs>
4: i remember when i first saw that movie that someone had said that it was a girl but i totally forgot about that She's until a, you just that. honey. <laughs> I mean, it was just a little kid back then, right? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs)
2: Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I'm sorry, Lord of the Flame, I cut you off. (laughs) Oh, no, that's okay. Flame on. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, with my last household situation here, I told my roommate, you know what? Just don't touch him. Let me do it. Otherwise, this will come to blows. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. This will come to blows. I've got it. I've got a simple here. I just we just do the dishes. There's no, no dishwasher here. You said you don't have one. No, no dishwasher. Well, you're old oh, you school. Do.
4: You're looking at them.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's you're keeping you're, it old school. Yeah.
4: All right. Well, let's let's OG, move baby. off. Let's move off a of dishwasher. what about driving? Is there any <sighs> is you crazy in the uh in the world out there when you're driving to from work or wherever you're going?
2: I have one simple pet peeve when it comes to driving and that is people that cross solid white lines. That's the one that drives me nuts Mm. more than anything else in the world. It's a solid white line you are not allowed to cross it. This is true. And people do it. That's my big pet Austin.
4: I don't know if it's in their book. I can't can't find it anywhere but people when they turn right the way I was brought up in every province and state I've lived in to this state when you make a right-hand turn, you stay in the right-hand lane. Yet everybody down here that makes a right-hand turn goes two lanes over. They go into the second lane over, if you know what I mean. So most roads down here are four-way, and so when they turn, they'll they'll turn two lanes over. And if you're if you're driving through a light and they see, oh, I'm going to make a turn, they'll literally turn right in front of you. And or if you're making a left-hand turn, they'll turn into your lane. It, it It's crazy. Anybody else experience it? I (laughs) I see it
3: happen, but it hasn't really happened to me, of course. Then again, uh, uh, this might surprise you guys, but I don't drive.
1: Oh, that's
2: right. Oh, Oh
1: my goodness. That's right. You don't drive. Was this like uh, 1837? No. Mr. Dishwasher? Uh,
3: I'm I, I, I'm too fancy for it. I prefer to be chauffeured. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm
2: too, uh, Lord of the Flame is too fancy yes. to drive. Oh, such a fancy pants! <laughs> yes. Yes.
3: Mr. Fancy does not concern himself with the driving habits of the common folk. No, um, it's excellent. it's it's a medical thing. Um, I do. I am in a. You know, obviously, I'm still in a lot of cars because they still get around, but. One of the things that drives me nuts when driving is when I'm getting off of work, I just want to get home as fast as possible and just shut the door and just forget that the rest of the world is going on sometimes. But yet I'll get, you know, that certain cab driver or somebody who insists on taking every little side street and what he thinks is a shortcut and a 20 minute drive ends up being like 45 minutes. And we'll I'm just, just like and I'm hot. just like seriously, dude, take the main road. You're driving me fucking crazy.
2: <laughs> they just want to keep moving.
4: You're the customer, you should listen to you.
2: Well
3: no, but but then again, that's my non confrontational nature is that I don't speak up about it then.
4: You and David need to get together and go, How don't we do this? <laughs> 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 another thing, another driving issue down here is nobody does a speed limit. And when I say speed limit, I mean they go below. If it's sixty, they'll do fifty. Sorry. Not that's
0: here, crazy. Yeah, that's
4: it's, you're not stuck here when it's sixty miles an hour and they're doing fifty, and it's not just one person; it's like multiples. So you're literally weaving in and out of traffic, trying to do the speed limit.
1: It, yeah, it, California
2: oh, doesn't have that problem.
1: <laughs> no, when you're on when you're on the 15, you deal with people who are going the speed limit. That's like what you used to. Okay, they go the speed limit on the 15. When you're on the 805. It's completely different. They are hauling ass like they're late twenty minutes ago, all the way up to the five. It's as it's it's weird how the difference is between both freeways. I understand. How one,
4: you, you can't get mad at someone doing the speed limit if they're doing the speed limit fine. But when you're doing under the speed limit, keep to the right hand side, you mother effers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that's that's what we have up here now. Is is they expanded our our two lane highway to four. And there are these self proclaimed speed limit police who drive in the left hand lane. And like most states, state of Idaho, slower traffic is supposed to stay right unless you're passing. And people right. love to sit there and be a little, their own little traffic cop, you know, like, I'm going to go the speed limit because that's all I have to do. And yeah. they just make everybody angry. It's like, Oh Lord, <laughs> peace that's off. That's what we
4: should all say together. Each one of these,
2: peace <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> peace <laughs> off but what's wild is so when i i've got a uh uh my my chevy truck is a quad cab 2500 um i have a i have a short bed i have a long bed but it's still it's a it's a really big vehicle and Mm -hmm. i drive that thing like a taxi cab when well i used to when i was in california even like in san francisco it just you know that's just how i drove and then when i moved up here it's like the pace is a lot slower everyone's a little more mellow there's actually stuff to look at there's scenery and right. and i pretty much we have like we have in our towns we have 25 mile an hour speed limits and they mean it like most places that you can go five miles over no problem uh you drive down and it's funny we'll we'll always catch there's always uh like out-of-town celebrities or musicians, they're late for a gig or whatever they're doing. Like, they going, oh, 25, I can do 32, 33. It's like, no, nope, you get pulled over. And so I just just finally got comfortable with driving either the speed limit or just a little bit above it, no big deal. But what's weird is when I go back to California and I get on, you know, just even at my, my parents' house, I'll be visiting, and the main drag, the main road is is about, it's 30 and I'll, I'll go down doing 35 and I'm just, and what I love is I don't mind pissing people off because I'm on vacation. So I can take my time wherever I go. I'm not in a hurry. I'm not rushing. And so I'll still do like 35 and I am just getting past left and right like crazy. <laughs> and Jeez. I, yeah, it was the first time I, first time I went home, I was driving to San Francisco uh, with a friend of mine and I was in uh, Lauren's car and I'm just cruising along and she's looking at me. And, uh, you know, I used to, I used to, if somebody was driving, if somebody was doing the speed limit, I was on their butt, like, seriously, like you need to move over. I just flashed my high beams. I wouldn't even pass them. I just ride their ass like, cause they're not supposed to be in the left lane. And so, I mean, I was just horrible with that stuff. And so I'm driving along, it's my first time back and Lauren looks at me and she's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, what? She's like you're barely doing over the speed limit. You're not tailgating anybody. <laughs> like <laughs> what happened? And I'm like, Oh, I, I guess I'm still on Idaho vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally different. I mean, it's weird. And I actually, my, um, I had a, my first girlfriend, we, she, she flew out. We we're going to go skiing. And uh, she flew out to Oakland airport and I went and picked her up. And so we're driving, we're driving through the East Bay, you know, and it's, it, it was a, uh, it was a little later at night, so people are people are moving fast. It wasn't like rush hour traffic, and I literally was watching her freaking out because she grew up in Idaho. She's never really doesn't really do big city at all, and it was wild to just see her like like actually uncomfortable with just the amount of you know traffic and people rushing by and everything like that. It was wild. Uh, Country folks, crazy, there is
4: a ton of. I mean, Austin's almost a million people and it just keeps growing. So there's. A ton of traffic here, but the infrastructure of what started Austin—the old farm community or whatever—they control the traffic. They're the ones you're weaving in and out of, because us newcomers that have come from more faster-paced communities or whatever, we're like, move over for Christ's sakes! And they—they don't think they're doing anything wrong. You'll just see them like, da 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 da, and a lot. It—it's just crazy how they're tuned right out of it. And I don't know how they know when a 40 they do a 30 and a 50 they do a 40 and a 60 they do a 50. It, it's like no matter what road you're on they'll do 10 under the speed limit. Always.
2: Well, that's I why a lot don't. of a lot of places have minimum speed limits now just because of that. And you'll get pulled over for going too slow.
4: It just drives me wacko. Yeah.
3: They have they have those all over here in the yeah, Chicago those. area.
2: Yeah. I just yeah. don't since I moved up here i just i'm not that well i've consciously so we have several two lane to one lane merges, and that's what you know most people's pet peeves are about you know it's like hey let's make a, make like a zipper you know <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll get there quicker that was my little thing, but you know there's always somebody trying to get further ahead on the right lane and and you know anyone that's ever looked at any traffic studies, the minute people start breaking. Is when you start you know having these clusters and we're, and if everyone just like was going at an even speed, not being on another person's butt not braking um you'd actually have a better flow of traffic yeah. um, and so that was the one thing that you know the it's pretty much the only thing I can get fired up about here when, when it comes to when it comes to other than we have this weird thing where um In my town, we don't have stop signs at every intersection. So we have a lot of uncontrolled intersections and people just don't understand the rules of an uncontrolled intersection. And that's annoying. Or they, you know, there'll be a stop sign at one intersection, but not, not the next. And the tourons are in town and you know, they just, they're not paying attention. They're looking for where they're going. And so they'll stop where there isn't a stop sign. They'll literally blow through a stop sign. But at any rate, I don't have that much to get fired up about. But I, I finally just got to this point where I'm like, you know, I'm not going to pay attention to what other people are doing. I'm going to get myself to where I'm going safely. You know, a lot of this I got from motorcycle, you know, class and and doing motorcycle classes, which is just like, you know, all you need to be concentrating on is getting yourself to where you're going safely, not thinking about anything else, just focus on the task at hand. That's all that matters. Don't worry about what the other guy's doing, you know, because usually within... You know, by the next stop sign or the stop light, I'm next to somebody anyway,
4: exactly, so mm-hmm. I just
2: finally just let go of it, and I'm just so i'm I think people get so i mean, man, when you see somebody that's just really really fucking pissed off behind the wheel, it is hilarious <laughs> yes, it is I fucking love it, uh, there's just no better time to just make faces at people when they get just so angry they're just shaking their fists and flipping you off and everything and i just like
0: hi wave so
2: <laughs> make little faces at them
0: yeah i love you
4: yeah. no, and it's true you, you know i've done studies in my own head just driving and seeing okay next light see who's there who's not there who passed me who didn't you know who did i pass you you may save 30 to 15 seconds over a 10 mile span maybe a minute which is nothing.
2: That's not, and that's the truth. That's the one thing that took me a while to realize is that so if if I go let's say, you know, whatever our speed limit 60 and um I'm going 65. Okay, that's not the that big of a deal. If I'm running a little late and I start doing now now 70. So that 5 minutes or that 5 miles an hour equates to 5 minutes on an hour long drive. That's an right. hour. When you break it down to like, oh, a 20 minute, 40 minute commute.
4: If you can hold that speed.
2: It ends up being nothing. You know, like maybe you get there 30 seconds faster. You know, maybe you get Mm -hmm. there a minute faster. Maybe, you know,
4: (laughs) I mean, that's what keeps me sane is just thinking those kind of things. It's because it, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a passionate about, I don't want to say I'm a rules guy. I just want, I just, maybe i'm a rules guy
2: (laughs) hey wait wait (laughs) we started this conversation about the rules of the house (laughs) i mean
4: it's it's because i'm a i'm in manufacturing and everything's set up for cadence and tack times and everything else and i think it drives my mind crazy when i'm out in the real world because everything should work in rhythm right like if it's 60 miles an hour, there's a reason why it's 60 miles an hour. Everybody should do 60 miles an hour. I'm not saying to do 70, but I'm also not saying do 50. Although, like you just said, if someone's doing 50, it's not going to make that big a difference in the two miles or three miles down the road I have to go. But it's the principle.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, right? hey, it's the damn principle, God damn it. <laughs> so if you guys want to see a great Christmassy holiday movie, it's a, it's a movie with Alan Arkin. It's an old f- film. It's called A Matter of Principle. I highly recommend it. Matter of Principle. Yeah, it's with Alan Arkin. Like I said, it's an old film, but it's a great holiday film. And it's about a man who, is, who lives by his principles. And this goes back to our episode about, you know, ideal and reality. So he's got his principles, you know, uh, and it starts to rub everyone the wrong way. And it it's like, you know, there's a point where it's like, you know, damn your principles. And yeah. yeah, it's a great holiday story because he slowly does the turnaround and, you know, and then everyone has a wonderful Christmas and it's got a great happy ending.
0: Oh, that's <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. What
4: is our next piece off topic? Uh, <laughs> I always said I have a sixth sense. I see stupid people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how about this? This is the one that gets me in the house. So you have uh, non-stick pans. You don't stack them.
4: Good God, no!
2: I just, I, I just don't understand. I open the 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 cupboard door, and I'm like, all right, you just want the coating to just be scratched off, right? And and
4: not those are meant to be hung, not using plastic utensils. Mm -hmm they use metal like I'll catch my kids. Oh yeah, no. they grab
2: the metal spatula.
1: <laughs>
4: God damn it, you know.
2: <laughs> you know that's a good point, Eric. That's what I need to do is I just need to create a place to hang them.
1: Yeah, they're definitely meant to be hung. Yeah, because I'm stick pants.
2: I'm all about i that's my thing and I think that's what I think the point is with all of this is there's always a solution to get you out of being driven nuts by these little pet peeves you know there's always a way to deal with it like like at work i will go in and people have just dumped the boxes all over the card you know they're in the cardboard bin they're just all the boxes and they're still full of you know styrofoam they're still full of you know all the plastic and everything and i can see the address of who's on you know who's on it and And I, and I, I start to get all fired up and I go, you know what? No, this is what I get to do right now. You know, this is, I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid right now to take this stuff apart. And, and I think that's a great thing for me to do with is to take my, uh, create a place where I can hang my nonstick pants and, and, and get out of bitching and into solution.
4: That's exactly what I tell my people at work when they come and say, you know, why do I have to redo this? You know, I spent X amount of hours on, but now you want, and I says, look. You're here from X time to X time, getting paid. Do you really care what you're doing in that time as long as you're getting paid? What would you be doing if you didn't have to redo this? What's your next project or job? All right, sure and then they yeah, walk away, at. right? <laughs> 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 you do that. I'm paying you, goddammit. it. you know like what are you bitching about? You, you know, if I asked you to do this a thousand times, or if someone made changes or whatever, why do you care? You're here during the day getting paid? You should be like, all right, some more work. Thanks. Am I wrong?
1: No, nope. No, you're absolutely right. You get I have paid to for those hours.
4: I mean, yeah. it's not like it's five o'clock and I'm asking, <laughs> okay, I need you to make these changes. That's different, right? Then you could bitch and I understand it. <laughs> yeah, I have to yeah. do, I have to tell myself that if I'm working
3: with a difficult field technician when I'm at work, you know, if I just have to keep taking this extra time just to explain things over and over, you know, which to me, I can, Get easily, you know, frustrated at the redundance of it all. But then I keep having to tell myself, you know what? No, this is this is what they pay me for. Yeah. This this is what I must do, and you Sounds know, like they apparent they apparently think I'm pretty good at it. So must do this is.
2: <laughs> but that's the hard part with all of these little pet peeves. And like one of the things that I would do at work is. My general manager is rather computer illiterate. And so he was having me come help him do, I mean, some real, real basic stuff. And so I'd go over there and I'd do it. I'd help him out. He'd say thank you. And usually he'd been sitting there for like, oh, a half a day, you know, trying to figure out why it's not working. Finally decided to ask for help. And I come over and, you know, push a button or two and it's all fine, you know. And he goes, oh, you know what, next time I got to learn to ask for help earlier, you know, I'm, I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. And then what do I do? I go in the next room and start telling somebody else how stupid he is, <laughs> you know. And mm-hmm. I just sat there and yeah. I go, all right. And, and it took me a while to finally this dawned on me. It's like I'm being asked for, you know, I'm, I know how to do this. It was already difficult for him to ask for help. And so this is what a great opportunity to be useful, you know, to be useful to somebody else. But what do I have to do? I have to go, you know, do some character assassination afterwards, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I finally was like, no, this is not it. This is, you know, and and now it's like I go in there. I go, you know, no problem. Happy to help, you know, anytime. And I walk away and I leave it. It's like, why do I need to tear somebody else down? You know, because it's just a skill that he doesn't have yet. Yeah. He'll have it.
4: Some
0: people
2: choosing,
1: choosing. muscles. Oh, buddy. yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know,
4: they, they really don't. They're, they're not good at it. They'll never be good at it. Some people like my wife. I hope she's not listening. But, you know, for <laughs> years and years and years, she's had her own computer. And for years and years and years, I show her the same things at different points throughout the month or year or whatever. She'll come with me and I'll go, you know, I've showed you this probably four or five times. I don't remember. And you know what that is? That's telling me I really don't give a shit. about it.
1: <laughs> but, <that's, laughs> but don't take it as that because I'm definitely not the most computer literate person out there. I, Like Josh has shown me multiple times how to set up the freaking thing to do a podcast. And it's like it that's not where my love is. Yeah. It's not where my heart when, is. So I don't put that effort it, into it. And it's not.
4: I say when he's showing you, your mind is somewhere else.
1: Well, it's not necessarily as somewhere else. It's just that that's not my effort is in the podcast. Your wife's effort might be into something else, so Definitely. when she hears you saying it, it's thank you for helping me show me, but honestly, that's not where I'm gonna be the no. best in you know what I mean it's so when you have that other person, like even for you heno with that dude who you showed, you might have to show him again, oh yeah, um, and it's not that he doesn't is not thankful for what you did or is not respectful to what you do. It's just, that's not, that's not what he's, he's an excel in. Oh, and that's definitely Charlie where I come from.
4: The Charlie Brown syndrome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, it definitely is. I've had to take yeah. pictures. I've had to take pictures of the damn thing. I've had to do everything. <laughs> and it's like, I, I can't do it again. And I set it up the same way. I'm like, well, that's, what am I doing wrong? It's not working out. I don't, I don't know.
2: Well, and you know, mm-hmm. the thing with a lot of these, like going back to, like, if I sit there and I I look at the dishwasher and I go, why, how can you, how do you, you know, how do you not, how does this not make sense to you? How does this not, you know, there's a way to do this that's the most effective why you know. Well, whoever's putting the dishes in that way, they're not thinking in those terms. and And it's so easy to want to personalize it and to say like, you know, oh, well, this guy's driving like an asshole because he's an asshole. Whereas, well, they could just be from out of town and they're lost. Or they're, you know, they're they're right now, they're having a really, really, really bad day. You know, something really bad happened. They got into a fight. Mm-hmm. But I want to personalize it because that's what my ego tells me to do. My ego says, you guys don't, you don't care to learn this. Why can't you learn this? Well, it might not, like you said, Eric, it mm-hmm. just might not be your thing. You, You know, all of our brains work differently. Some of us, like you said, Paul... You're real, you know, you, there's a, there's an order to things. There's, there's a way to do something. You come from that technical mindset and, and not every, and that's a very masculine approach. You know, I talk about this on other podcasts is there's also very feminine approaches where, where the, the uh, exact details, they're not that important to some people. You know, they're just not. But for me, my challenge is not to make it personal. Yeah, so and that
1: Grant, that picture Grant posted. <laughs> For me, not having a dishwasher, everything looked right. The cups were upside down. The bowls were upside down. Everything (laughs) was going to get washed out. Mm -hmm. What was the problem? What's the problem? It's going to get washed, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's all in the right. I mean, the bowls weren't right side up, so they were just going to fill with water. So I was like, I don't know what's wrong here. But yeah.
4: That's You know, how people look at things. I'll, I'll look at a painting and I'll start picking it apart like they would have had to do this colored layer first and then they added this and then I'm even picking paintings apart on what colors would have gone on first and then built out, you know, towards what made that picture. And that's what you're saying is someone, the feminine side, look at that picture and say, look how beautiful that
1: is. So I'm guessing I have the super feminine side. When it comes to electronics. <laughs> when it comes to electronics, I am well, definitely feminine.
2: That's why they call you Lady E, Lady there Electronics. <laughs> so, so, Clint, I've, I've noticed you know, every once in a while on, on Facebook, I'm sorry, Lord of the Flame. I've noticed every yeah. once in a while on the on the old social medias that uh some things at work kind of frustrate you occasionally <laughs> on occasion they do Is
3: and it... uh f- fortunately fortunately some of those frustrations are gone did they, did they
2: did it fix itself
3: no, no shit's always breaking over there um but there were certain things like i i I used to have a nemesis
2: at work uh, a petty Arch. tyrant. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah! Everyone oh. needs a nemesis. Yes, <laughs> oh, I, I
3: totally agree, and I don't—I don't exactly have one at work right now, and I think I might be actually getting frustrated about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody but,
3: loves me. No, it was—it was great when I had my nemesis, and he sat right—he sat directly across from me, so we—we <laughs> we would go at it eight hours a day. Oh,
1: man, but oh, Captain it's, Hammer It's actually—it's
3: actually a good thing that he's not there anymore because. I could be out of I could have been out of a job because uh yeah I I might have given in to that little uh green rage monster once or twice <laughs> precisely
0: <laughs> exactly um,
3: no in in my line of work which actually just to let you guys know what I do Henna you might actually already know I
0: don't actually
3: are you guys all familiar with uh Redbox DVD yeah
1: uh, yep we make yep. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. I, Thanks for one
2: oh upping
1: it, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Way to uh so one up a lot. Yeah. Have you heard of Xbox <laughs> One too? Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't make them yeah. here
4: in Austin, but I think we make them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but sorry. Yeah. So go
3: ahead. <laughs> um, I do remote tech support on the kiosks. Okay. I can actually log into a machine remotely and troubleshoot it,
1: huh.
3: and then. Sweet, you can um,
1: troubleshoot it when I'm trying to get one for free. right. (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk. (laughs) Um, So anyway.
3: Um if there's an issue (laughs) no but if there's an issue that I can't directly fix, then I'll dispatch the field technician and then when the field techs or merchandisers call and they need assistance then you know then I help them out. Yeah, sometimes it can get very frustrating because I when I'm at work I tend to look at things in a very logical point of view and a lot of times, I can take the mindset of, "Damn it, if you would just listen to me and do <laughs> what I say, this yeah. will go much smoother." In fact, um, Hedo, if you've ever seen my little uh, rants about wanting to uh, get into global domination,
0: yeah, <laughs> that's
3: that. That's where that comes from. Is because I figure, okay, you know what? Everybody just needs to listen to me. I just need to be like supreme dictator of the world, and
2: life will be easier
3: it would <laughs> un- un- unfortunately i think i might piss off on too many people in that case but yeah i just i get this set idea in my head of how something should be done and then it can it, it it admittedly frustrates me when it doesn't i get it and yet and yet i can sit here and tell other people it's one of those situations where i need to take my own advice because if i'm talking to somebody i will tell people look, there's a lot of times there's more than one way to, you know, to solve this problem. That's it. You know, like if I'm troubleshooting something at work, I'm like, yeah, just unplug this cable and, you know,
4: plug it back in. Well, from what end? It doesn't matter. It'll reset it either way. But where'd you learn that, Clint? Were you a field tech before you moved into that position or did you take training on the red box?
3: Well, I've always I've always been a bit of a computer guy. And uh, just sort of a love of technology. But how I got affiliated with the company was actually in customer service. Um, I got hired on as a temp in their customer service department. Got hired on permanently. Did that for maybe a year. And then I decided I wanted to move into the machine support side of things.
0: Cool.
3: So I applied like three different times and <laughs> finally, finally got it. But the the I mean, the first two times that I applied weren't for um being uh, like not qualified or anything. Uh The first time the manager of customer service was on vacation and my application was still sitting on her desk when she came back. So I missed the deadline. And uh the second time they were doing some restructuring and the manager wanted me to try to bring me in at a different time for a different position. But that ended up not panning out. But when hmm. it did, it was something you wanted. And you just kept at it. Yeah. And honestly, I, I enjoy the gig. I mean, I, would I'd like to, you know, move up a little bit, but then I wouldn't be doing exactly what I'm doing. And I've got a, I've got a really good team at work. A lot of, a lot of funny guys. It's when I, when I actually pay attention to them, there are a lot of laughs, <laughs> Hmm. Well, no, I, I say that, but it's only because I'm, I'm usually sitting there with my earbuds in listening to different podcasts. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> you know, somebody will, you know, like my buddy James that sits across from me, he'll say something, and half the time he'll have to like wave it, like stand up and wave his arms or throw something at me.
4: You eh. guys seen a podcast at work? You know, I tried. It took me like four hours to listen to an hour of podcast, mm-hmm. it is it brutal. I just keep getting interrupted and interrupted and interrupted and then a meeting and then something else. And it's, it's just, it's really tough for me to listen to a podcast at work and it does look funny for me sitting at my desk with a headset in sometimes people think you're listening on a conference call or whatever. So I kind of wing it.
2: (laughs) 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 So, so speaking of podcasts and, and, and things that drive me up the wall that I'm learning to be really okay with. Uh huh. Don't talk
1: shit about us. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this this is actually something that I, I i i was i was playing some video game and and just smack talking somebody else you know and we were going back and forth and this guy started to correct me and we're literally texting you know i'm on an ipad and we're texting back and forth and he starts correcting my spelling and and it was i just started laughing oh my god i'm like, I'm like uh, i finally said do you um just out of curiosity, do you correct people when they say things the wrong way in person? Like, do you do that with your girlfriend? And, and he goes, well, yeah. I'm like, you guys <laughs> get into fights every so often, don't you? And she, he's just like, um, yeah, what's your point? <laughs> like, not everybody likes you, do they? <laughs> and he's like, why? I'm like, nobody likes the correction guy. <laughs>
3: I have to bite my tongue so much because I was an English major. I I can be a grammar Nazi.
2: And like, I try, and that's like, so, especially, espresso, supposedly, <laughs> which, by the way, actually turns out to be a word. I did not know this, hmm. but supposedly is actually a word. It's really? just usually used out of context. I actually looked this up just because it cracked me up. So, supp- supposedly... Is according to what people believe or assume, supposedly is capable of being conceived. Hmm. So if you use the word supposedly, you'd say, supposedly I should receive my tax refund within the next 15 days. If you use the word supposedly, you'd say, I could supposedly receive my tax refund tomorrow, but it's a little unlikely since I only filed my taxes yesterday.
4: <laughs> okay. but I thought you were going to say a virgin is supposedly. Virgin-
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it conceived?
2: <laughs> and then uh, what is the other one? Uh, uh, pacifically? That one gets me.
1: Or Idaho. Yeah, <laughs> whenever anyone says Idaho, I just am like, "What? You're what? You're,
2: You're what? what? Yeah. Squeeze me." <laughs> but you know, it's like I, I, the, my my girlfriend is the. This is where I've I've just done. Usually with girlfriends, I used to always correct, and then finally, I just realized it's like, there's no point, you mm. know, the, like why? What is there to gain other than to have uh, my own little superiority complex, you know?
1: exactly don't even like Juliet says especially yeah and she is going for her master's degree but she says it and it is the cutest fucking thing I ever heard because she knows what it really is but she says it and it's like nah fuck it I don't I keep my mouth shut
2: yeah and like like uh, my girlfriend says ulterior uh, I can't even do it ulterior for ulterior motive and I just I just sit there and I just smile you know the only thing is 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 and I've noticed this, too, is when she's speaking in front of people, like giving a presentation, all of a sudden those things go away. And and that's that difference. You know, it's like I can sit there and F-bomb with my buddies. But when I'm in a group of people, I adjust. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know I'm
4: very much that way. You know, I can talk trash with people. I can talk stupid with people. I can be illiterate. But I'm at work and I'm giving a presentation. Hey, it's game on. I'm a totally different person. Yeah. And and, and it's kind of cool that you can adjust to your surroundings. Yeah. But I think that's that's just I don't know. That's the fun part of life instead of just being you you can control the situations and be part of that situation no matter what you're in.
1: Yeah.
2: Cuz I I at first I was like, well, I'd hate to, you know, oh, I should correct her because I'd hate to see her go, you know, start speaking in front of people and they think that, you know, that she's whatever, illiterate, not educated, whatever it is. And after a while, I realized that, you know what, I don't have to worry about that. And besides, it's not my, it's not for me to decide that. Right.
4: And she probably didn't get where she was because she's illiterate.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, I am so off the correction bus.
4: (laughs) I mean, that's, that's where I'm at, right? You know, people you know, talk to me on podcasts and they probably think, what a stuttering, bumbling idiot, right? But (laughs) it's because I'm always trying to think, I'm trying to, trying too hard. we talked about that before, when you try too hard and then your mind's trying to think ahead of what you're going to say. And before you know it, you're an idiot. You're just a bumbling idiot. Whereas if you just let things naturally go, then it's, it's, it comes out naturally. And And that, especially when I'm at work, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not presenting on something I don't know what I'm talking about. You're usually presenting on something you know what you're talking about, and you take control. you take charge of that. Does that make sense? yep,
3: it does. You see, I'm told at work that I shouldn't be letting things go naturally but but then I realize that they're not talking about words <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but it was funny though, uh, Heno, you just made me think, uh this past week, I was witnessing and A uh, debate at work over the word irregardless.
2: Oh, that one. Yes. That gets people. That gets people going. It's amazing that one, how it gets people going.
3: Dude, I thought this one was going to come to blows. I seriously did. I mean, me. Every word anyway, because the definition of irregardless is regardless. Regardless,
2: yeah.
3: The, The word that they're supposed to be saying technically.
2: See that So it's just yeah.
3: it it's just funny and me I'm just like you know what it's interchangeable just let it go.
2: Yeah and that's the part that I've had the hardest time getting over is is you know like okay so we have certain certain words they've been spelled certain ways they they have certain meanings but guess what 50 years ago things were probably different and they've adjusted and I'm just using today's common usage. I'm not mm-hmm. using 50 years ago and just like I can sit there and say right now this is This is the way it should be. Well, guess what? In five years, you know, we see it all the time. Well, we just saw it with the words that were just added into the, you know, the dictionary, you know, like butt dial and that kind of stuff. It's like, that's not a, you know, (laughs) I can get so fired up Mm -hmm. about it, but it's like, hey, if something becomes part of common usage.
3: Yeah. Here, here.
2: You can't control it. You know, you're never going to control it. (laughs) I'll
3: tell you the one that cracks me up. And I'm sure that you guys have seen this coming across all over social media. But when people use the word bae to refer to a significant other. yeah, bae, Did you say babe? It's bae. Bae. It's B-A-E. 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 Yeah, just bae. Bae. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's like a little romantic pet name that people are using for each other. And it cracks me up because I want to look up the meaning of the word one day just for the hell of it and it's actually the danish word
4: for shit <laughs> <laughs> so what do they think there is it short for babe or something like that like what yeah. are they using babe yeah. for hey babe they're,
3: they're basically using it for babe it, it's it's like they're saying babe just
4: dropping the second b yeah well, how stupid is that i mean it's it's one syllable babe or babe. The it's rhythm, this, it's babe the same or-
2: number of syllables it's just <laughs>
4: one letter yeah,
2: Just, you know, ax me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go. <laughs> oh, dude, that was, I, I, I hear people say that and
3: I'm like, man, I wish I had an ax right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would show them I would show them the difference. But uh, OK, but, but on a side note, you have to think, though, Um, whoever whoever like prepared and and uh, proofread uh, Hitler speeches was the original grammar Nazi.
2: Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, but good. Where's my drums? <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> I, I put my sticks away. Hang on. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh. I'm here till Thursday.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. So anything else that pisses? people off like you know we've talked pretty good some pretty good conversations we've talked about grammar correction we've talked about driving we've talked about dishwashers we never did mention the paper towel that david kind of hacked me on
2: oh oh so yeah yeah what's the give me the story on the paper towel <laughs>
4: well, it seems like paper towels are goddamn expensive and they they use it for everything so mm-hmm. you know we've got a dish towel sitting there to dry dishes and someone will wash a cup and take a piece. of Piece of paper towel and dry their cup and put it away. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. The dish towel is sitting right there. But then I'll catch them using the dish towel to wipe a cupboard, which is the dish rag was in the sink kind of thing. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They seem to have everything passed yeah. backwards. And so I used to just go crazy, you know,
2: or <laughs> a
4: box of Kleenex and they'll take a piece of paper towel, blow their nose and throw it in the garbage can. I'm like, what the hell? Do you know that's probably five times more the cost than a, you know, a tissue paper? Or a tissue, they they don't look at it that way because they never had to pay for anything. And I mean, it, it's, we're talking cents, minuscule little bullshit, but it all adds up, right? And you know, like when you're doing the groceries week after week after week and you're buying all this shit and you go, God damn it, I'm sick of buying paper towel. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are we going through it like, you know, like it's nothing? And then you start watching when you're at home, right? You start watching all this shit and you're going, Well, no wonder. So, yeah. So, you know, I I would again get anal. I would pick something and get anal on it just because, yeah, I'm a, I'm a control freak. Yeah, control freak. (laughs) 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 It's not that I just, you know, this is what engineers drive most people crazy is because you're, you're in an environment where. You're always taught lean, lean, lean. Everything you see is lean. Where can I take money out? Where can I save money? Where can I reduce costs? Where can I save labor? Where can I? So you're constantly, you know, at work, that's all we do. We focus. I'm, I'm a green belt. I'm just one step away from a black belt in lean manufacturing. And I bring that when I come home, I can't shut that off. I'm still looking at why do you do that this way? You know, you, you could save like five seconds if you did it this way in the scheme of things irrelevantly who gives a shit
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're at
4: home you're not counting times or seconds you're not getting paid for but that's just my mind your mind is, is going all day long you you spend a hell of a lot more time at work than anywhere else like probably i don't know 60 80 percent of your waking hours is, is work The rest is either sleep or or not like take sleep away it's just you know evenings or weekends most of your time spent at work so you get You almost get programmed that that's who you are no matter where you're at. If you're at work or at your home. I don't know if if you see that or not, but that's why I get told that I'm a critical person. (laughs) 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 But I'm trying to get better. As I get older, I'm trying to like, I literally have to walk away. That's the best thing for me is I see something, I walk away. Because I'll say something. <laughs>
2: it's
4: like everything I have. <laughs> so I'll go to my office and try and get busy doing something else, and then I'll forget about it.
2: That's what I try to One of my things at work that I have to say to myself a lot is just, you know, just because somebody does something differently doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah, you know, They're they're trying to reach the same end. They just have a different approach to it. And just because my experience says to do it some other way doesn't mean the way that they are doing it is wrong. But if you've tried all these different ways
4: and your experience tells you this is the best way, then it probably is the best way. That's well, the way I'll add it. Yeah,
2: and Unfortunately, <laughs> I've got like a general manager who loves mm-hmm. to reinvent the wheel because he's, his whole idea is like, oh, well, maybe there's a new way of doing something. And I go, well, let's see. I've done it this way for the last five years. It's been successful. For the last three years that you've been around, or whatever, we've tried it differently, and we've gone back to the way we've done it all the time. So why don't we just stick to what works? But every yep. year it's the same conversation because you know I, I I do seasonal work, so certain things you know it's it's yeah. you know we gotta we gotta fire up the irrigation system in the springtime. You know you gotta blow it. You know and it's always like this. Oh, maybe there's a new way of doing it, and it's like I go, no, there's not there's just the way that we've always done it and yes if you know i i the more i do something the faster i get at it if right. i get slower every year then maybe i'll look at look at it but that drives me crazy cuz i'm just like okay yeah i i appreciate the fact that that you, you want to come you want to see if there's a new way of doing something Not interested. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just not. (laughs)
4: Unless you, unless what you say makes sense. Like if he came from somewhere else and said, "Hey, you know, there we did it this way, and we found that it cut our time in half." And you think about it and go, "Yeah, it does make sense."
2: Yeah, I'll consider stuff. I'll consider it. Sure. It's just, it's just that if it's been suggested several times to do it differently and not once as it turned out to work, then I, then I'm, I'm. Switches off, and that's it's saying about
4: experience. When you sit there and you're looking at him, going, "We have tried this before." It's like you know the person that tries to drive himself crazy. Was it Einstein who said that? You know, someone sits and you know if you push a button and the light turns green, you push it again expecting a different results. Yeah, it, it's not going to happen.
1: That's <laughs>
2: right? when that's where I've perfected the thousand yard stare. Just <laughs> yeah. those instances and the slow blink.
4: That's where dumosity came in my mind, you know, at work when people do that, right? Dumosity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's true. You know, like, let's let's try this again. Well, you know, the last time didn't work. (laughs) How many times do we have to prove to you that this is a dumosity situation?
1: Okay, toilet paper.
4: Toilet
2: paper. Which way does
1: the roll go? Over. No, I have cats. It goes under. If you don't have cats, it goes over.
2: Bravo, Eric. Yeah. That's 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 my answer. Is, is is it goes over unless you got cats.
1: <laughs> yeah. the cats. The cats um, figured that one out. So they. I've never.
4: Under. I've never owned cats, so for me it was always over. Yeah, I mean, if I put a roll in, it's over. But I have found it under, and it doesn't bother me. Right? It's not something that I would go. God darn I have to it! It
1: definitely bothers me.
4: Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I like meeting enough room. waking up enough mornings with the whole roll on the ground. Oh, I've yeah, learned not, to yeah. deal with the cats and do an under. Mm-hmm. But if there's no cats, it has to be over. That it just has to be. <laughs>
3: oh, I I went into work. I forget how long ago it was now. So Heno, I don't know if you had seen this or not, but I had gone into the bathroom at work and I saw that in the stall, um, whoever stocked the rolls put it under. And I had to take a picture of it, and I'm like, what anarchy is this? What kind of chaotic world are we Poor living in anarchy. here? Anarchy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dogs and cats living together.
3: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I was like, if I could just get my hands on the guy that did this. So so then I picked the lock on the thing, and I I reset it.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I had to. Mm. oh that's excellent you know i'll think of probably about a thousand things tomorrow but my mind's going blank right now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is this has been great i'm
3: i'm really loving hanging with you
2: guys (laughs) oh that's good stuff that is good stuff i just (laughs) that's that's the part where i sit there it's like such an insight into my nature
4: (laughs) exactly it's like oh i'm not i'm not that critical guy everybody's that critical guy
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> i keep it's funny because I, i'll keep telling myself
3: oh i'm not critical and i can let things go i'm realizing now no i can't
4: so eric what else i haven't heard everybody's kind of brought something
2: what yeah about you?
1: bring it i we podcasted today and i'm honestly kind of drunk so my <laughs> bringing. <it. laughs> i'm trying to be as mellow as i can be because i'm a on a whole different level right now. Hey, man, I'm on a,
3: just a different wave, than you <laughs> guys are, So big. what pisses off drunk Eric? Yeah, what so pisses p- drunk Eric? What,
1: what pisses p- drunk Eric off? I don't yeah. know, man.
3: Ex- except for the obvious running out of alcohol.
1: No, that that doesn't piss me off. That that's just means it's time to go to bed. <laughs> uh, when all the booze is gone. Yeah. <laughs> what pisses uh, off drunk Eric?
4: Yep. What pisses off drunk Eric?
1: I don't know. I don't get pissed off super easily. You hear that? My thirteen year old voice kicked in. <laughs> um I don't know. I don't get pissed off easily. It's stuff that like s- it. gets No, I, I don't. Uh and if I do, then maybe back up because it'll be something big, but but I'm gonna be boring here. it's not dishwashers. Like I said, that picture Grant showed I had no problem with. <laughs> um
4: What about uh, laundry? Anything to do with laundry, someone washing oh
1: okay well we'll say something right now we got something (laughs) it's not dishwashers but so i grew up and i was the one that always had to do the dishes growing i hate doing the dishes but Mm -hmm. if i do them i put them in the dish rack a certain way it's got to go plates to bowls to bigger bowls to other odd stuff and cups on the side and you have to fit them in if i get to a dish rack and someone just threw all the stuff in the dish rack, like bowls and silverware, and it's just all thrown in there. It, it kind of irks me a little bit. It's, there has, there's a method to its madness. And oh. for me, it's plates on.
4: So we can so, only wait until Eric gets that dishwasher. Cause I see
1: this, <laughs> this, this, this is death. <laughs> I, I, maybe it can be an issue if we get a dishwasher, but, um, that's, If it comes to anything, that's one of the things where I've just done it for so many years, that's how it's got to be. But I don't get pissed off. I just get kind of like, oh, you're not doing dishes again. You suck.
2: I'm going to turn it around real quick. How about when you're on the receiving end of somebody's pet peeve?
1: Like, how do you mean? Like if I'm the one who put the...
2: How do you take it when somebody comes in and asks you to do something and you think it's totally, totally ridiculous... If the person has asked you to do something differently, how do you take it? It Darn. irritates me.
1: Yeah, it's it's totally like you're a dumbass. It's, But it's not so much that I'm not going to do it. I just look at them and go, oh, you're dumb. <laughs> but I'll do it. <laughs> Which they probably look at me and like, oh, you're dumb. I'll do it the way you want, but you're dumb.
4: I'm trying to think of the last time someone actually told me, hey, do this this way. Except, well, my, my old manager used to want things done in a certain way. Which was dumbass.
2: <laughs> but, in your humble opinion. <laughs> in my But because,
4: you know, when somebody has done a, something a certain way for 30 years, let's say, they've been in a job, and so they only see that as being the right way. You know, like you were saying, Hanno, where we've done it this way for so long, I haven't found a better way so why you asked me to do something differently because we know it didn't work the last time that's that's different like let's say that's why i'm saying say someone came to you and actually gave you new insight and you looked at it and went hmm that might work right that, that would be being um not observant um willing to try just you know, like, open-minded
1: yeah open-minded for open, new yeah, things yeah.
4: right but uh and that's where sometimes I see some of these old managers, are they're not open-minded. They're so used to doing things a certain way that when someone actually does come up with, "Hey, yeah, this could be a better way of doing something," they don't want to listen to it.
1: That's just stuck in their ways, right? And I think we all can kind of learn from that and and not be, because I think everyone has a ability to do that, but not, it's just pride. You know. I mean, you got to turn the pride oh, off. Yeah, you totally nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> it really yes. is.
2: Anytime we're asked. So my my example was I, I, I lived with a woman in my early 20s no. in, for a little while and it didn't go well. And after that, I said I would never live with another woman again unless I was in a committed, you know, seriously committed relationship. And that almost went 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I moved in with my as my ex-girlfriend and. She's very particular, especially with these households. So we had no paper towels, very, uh, very environmental. So it's like everything was, uh, we, we had, uh, um, cloth towels for everything. They got washed. So what it was, there was no waste, you know, tried to minimize as much waste as possible. And there are all these little things like this. And, and, and one day. So when I make coffee, I would, you know, take my spoon, mix up my coffee and I put the spoon on the edge of the sink. And I just put it there because it's easy to then, you know, you pick up the spoon, you, you put it in the dishwasher or whatever it is. And, and you're usually, I'm usually cleaning up the sink and I clean up the little, the coffee spot. Well, evidently the little brown ring that gets left that dries from that spoon drove her absolutely up the wall. And, and, and she (laughs) walks in and she goes, um, and she'd, she got a little, like these little bowls, these little, little cups. To, she's like, can, can you, you know, she literally puts the cup down and, and says, can, can you put the spoon into this little cup instead of leaving it on the edge of the sink? So it doesn't leave that little brown ring there. And, and I just, I've, I'm like, and I do, I do the slow blink, the thousand yard stare. And I was like, okay, this is the first test in living and cohabitating. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Sure. No problem. And then I walked into the bedroom and there's fucking girls clothing everywhere. I can't sit anywhere. There's no room anywhere because there's so many clothes that are just just dropped on the floor. Well, and they're, they're just like, they're clean and they're just piled. You know, they're stacked. They just haven't been hung yet. And I just yeah. walked in. and I go, "Yep, yeah, but that's spoon. <laughs> <laughs> that's my daughter. But it was a great lesson. It was a great lesson. Pick your battles, buddy. Yeah, that was it. It was a great lesson. I just sat there and said, you know what? This is a simple request. Somebody made a request to me, and it's a matter of where my pride is at. You know? How big of a deal is this? It's not a big deal.
4: I'll show you a brown
2: ring.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's honestly where my mind went when you said brown ring. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Actually, noise kicked in. Yeah,
3: and actually, Hanno just knowing you—that's immediately where my mind went to. <laughs> what here. do you? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs>
1: oh, that's all right. Well, yeah,
2: we're I, about an I hour did, here.
4: Yeah, I did come up with a short topic. I don't know if you guys want to. Uh, I can throw it out there. It was something maybe that we could get a little banter going. Uh, what I'm, do you guys think about it? makeup on? on Would
1: you think
4: differently of a woman? didn't wear makeup she does wear makeup does she have to wear makeup do you see my, makeup as a must
1: my wife Juliet wears hardly any makeup like occasionally maybe some eyeshadow and mascara but it's like really hardly anything and i love it um my ex-wife she it, it was almost like mimi from freaking drew carry <laughs> so i i appreciate <laughs> not not wearing all the makeup yeah, that's just how I am.
4: Well, I'm I'm the same way as you, Eric. The, the less the better to me. I mean, I never was big in makeup, and I think that women look better with the least amount. Uh, but I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen people that actually go to the pool and have like full makeup on, and they won't get wet. They'll go in the pool, but they won't get wet. But they they literally went to the pool made up as if they're going out at night, and that just I just, I keep staring and I keep staring. I just want to say something, right? Like, really? Are you that stupid? Mm-hmm.
1: It's <laughs> silly. It's like seeing a girl walk around with heels on, just super uncomfortable. It's like, okay, take your damn shoes off and be yeah. comfortable with us. You don't look hotter because you have these shoes on. You look silly because you're not, you're not comfortable around us right now. It's like, no, take the damn makeup off, swim in the pool, have fun. Who cares what people think? about if you have makeup wrong. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that to
4: me is very, they must think they're totally ugly, like without it. Mm-hmm. And yet it's, what what exactly are you looking at? Because you're not changing anything of your features. Makeup does not change your features. It enhances
1: certain parts of... Well, it could definitely features. change your features. It, oh, it, yeah. It, it yeah. definitely could change them oh, and make, them, make certain things pop Be, and yep. make things pop. go away. That's the point of yeah. it. But it's... But, it's if it,
2: usually that's done in a way that is supposed to enhance.
1: Yeah, not, that's an enhancement. Though. Yeah, but yeah. It, but it still yes. changes. But it, it changes totally and enhances.
2: And I'll tell you another place where, where where like there was one time where I was going. I don't know what we we're doing. Oh, we're going to we're in this is when I still live in the Bay Area. And we're going to go down to Marriott's Great America and and uh, and we went to go pick up this girl. We'd all been hanging out the night before. You know, we were all pretty hungover. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm sitting there waiting, and 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 my friend Chris, she goes, she goes, oh, oh, there she is, she's on her way. And I'm like, I'm like who? Like that girl right there, coming down the street. That's her. And I'm like, mm, really? it. And all of a sudden, she gets to the car, opens the door, and I'm just like, that is not the girl that I saw last night at all. And as we're driving away, she starts putting on the makeup, and within 20 minutes, I'm looking in the rearview mirror, and I'm like. Oh, hi! There you are. Didn't <laughs> see you this morning. And it was like,
1: holy crap! <laughs> wow, it's false advertisement. It was. That's well, you
2: know why women wear uh, makeup and perfume? Because they're ugly and they smell bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I married my wife. She's not ugly and doesn't smell bad. Yeah, that's. I I have
2: never ever. Ever dated anyone that that wore heavy makeup, other than just you know, like for a special occasion or you know something where it was the you know that going out particular, but just on average days. And and I've actually been most of the time I've been with women that wore very 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 little, and and that's what I'm used to.
1: Yeah, that's that's me too. I could totally like if we're going to a super special event and you see the makeup on, you just look at her and you're like, whoa, look at you, you're all like done up. Yeah, totally. Night. You're like, hey, yeah. what you got? <laughs> Not used to it, but yeah, I definitely prefer no makeup. I've usually worn more makeup than my girlfriends. (laughs) That was me in high school. Yeah. Well, at least nails.
4: But when you, when you can actually see it where, where you're looking at makeup and not the person, it actually turns me off. Oh, yeah. It's, I find it disgusting actually. (laughs) You you got, you got some light shit on your. <laughs> the toilet paper. You got, you got
2: a little something here, not so much here or here, but right here. Can I wipe that? Oh, oh, that's your face. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, Tommy boy.
3: Yeah, that's when I. That's when I just grab the sponge, grab the entire face, push push her underwater, and just scrub. No, the the whole makeup. <laughs> it's a thing whole with different me. movie. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole makeup thing with me drives me nuts, and I look at. Um, The majority of my ex-girlfriends and yeah, none of them were like big into makeup and it was just more of that natural thing. And I have the mentality, especially when it comes to relationships and things that, hey, what you see is what you get. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and... You know, try to manipulate the package for you, so trust me, honey, you don't have to do that for me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and the whole makeup at the pool thing.
1: I I call bull crap. You totally want her to manipulate the package. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
3: my package. Yeah. Oh, oh, let me grab sticks. Well, wait, wait. (laughs) And certain parts of her lower packages, yes. Okay. But but the whole makeup at the pool thing. Um, my building right now, um, is kitty corner from where the one of the pools is in our complex. So I see the whole makeup thing, and it seems to defeat the purpose because, you know, if they feel they want to look, you know, pretty or whatever, I'm sorry, but if you're at the pool and you're in a swimsuit, you know, or a bikini or whatever, it's not your face that other people are looking at. Nope. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, you have a face? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, there's something... That's I thought
4: it Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, there's something above
3: the torso there?
4: Yeah, it makes me laugh. You know, they get out of their car and they get all dressed up and they squeak to their chairs and they, they're looking and they're prim whatever and then before you know it, all of a sudden they whip the dress off and then they're acting like, wah, 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 wah. Then it's almost like they're on show. It's like a little old lady get into the chair and then once they get the the everything off then it's like then they got the walk mm-hmm. you know like that well yeah look at me yep <laughs> it, it's funny how it's all show you know it's all about hey someone's looking now because i got you know my bathing suit cover off yeah.
3: <sighs> but the whole makeup thing is just not necessary to me you know yep. and i mean i just think of even some of the some of the girls that i've crushed on i mean i remember this one girl that was in one of my english classes in college and she was always in like suspenders with like the t-shirt and you know the like the backwards baseball cap and and everything and you know like hair tied back ponytail whatever and in that class, she was hotter to, you know, she was hotter in my mind than, and, you know, she didn't wear makeup or anything, and yet she was hotter to me than any of the other girls, and I think it
4: was more the attitude of, you know what, this is who I am, <laughs> oh. you know? They just seem more natural. They, yeah. they seem more relaxed and natural and free-going, caring, loving, you know, it's they carry themselves better. They kind of act, they're happy-go-lucky. Everything yeah. that you know that kind of turns a guy on, not this yeah. Watch my nails. Don't mess my hair. Oh, you're yeah. you're crinkling my shirt. You know whatever. Except when I uh,
3: eventually got up the courage to ask her out, I found out that she played for the other team.
4: Yeah. Well, but man, that's, since the backwards baseball cap,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: you should have asked her that hypothetical question.
1: All the if signs were there, buddy. T-
4: your house would you use two by four or tongue and groove
2: <laughs> tongue and groove baby tongue and groove
1: oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: always a good question have in your back pocket i'm gonna have to keep uh, that one in my mind uh, so i can't think of anything else on makeup anybody else have anything
1: no i think we've rocked it no yeah, Sailor Jerry oh. has kicked my ass tonight.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you were making Sailor Jerry mimosas?
1: Yep, that's what I was doing, stupid periscope. Uh, <laughs> hey, okay. it
4: looked like a good time.
1: Now, we
2: didn't uh, tell Clint, Clint the, or I'm sorry, we did not tell the Lord of the Flame how we end the show.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. They
4: forgot totally, and we we're supposed to each give a tip. A gentleman's tip.
0: Just
2: Did you, the tip. tip. Just
4: the tip. Just <laughs> the tip. It's, uh, it's one eye, one eye only.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, who has got a tip for
0: oh, the masses today? All right, he would like to go
1: first. Eric? Oh,
4: pardon me.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry. I, I don't have much right now. My only tip would be know your limit. Learn your limit mm-hmm. and stick within your limit. Um Excellent. And when you're dieting, know that the limit threshold is a lot shorter.
0: <laughs>
2: ah, I see.
1: <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, that's that's my tip. Just yeah, yeah. Be, be wise
4: with your drinking. Be wise, yeah. And don't drive. Pish posh. Yes, definitely don't drive. Yeah. Drink and drive. That, that definitely. Everybody out there. Don't drink. Don't text and drive. You know, today, speaking uh, of wow. to that, I saw a lady cross into my lane, cross back out of my lane, almost crossed the double line into the next lane, came back and so I just booted it trying to get by her. I looked and she was texting. Excellent. And she came you know if there was another car coming on the other side she would have had a head on collision and uh, oh god damn it that pisses me off. And somebody could get hurt or lose their life because some goddamn impatient person can't wait like a few minutes to get where they're going and then text. Like what could be so important? A
1: little back to the future 3 action going on.
4: Um I'm adding to Eric's and saying, "Don't text and drive." I mean, that's not a tip. Everybody should know that, but nobody seems to follow it. Jesus Christ! Do you know how many? You wouldn't believe how many times I've seen people cross lanes, and then when you go and pass them, they are texting. They're looking down and driving. Like, how the hell can you not think that if you're not looking out your window, you possibly could get in an accident?
2: Yeah, we just we just had a agreed. The kid slammed into the traffic, it stopped and and he wasn't paying attention. He slammed right into the back of a car and just destroyed it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've seen, seen I was
2: was going to the gym at
4: five o'clock in the morning and there was a car stop. We were both stopped at a red light. The light turned green and this truck was coming. And I think he was texting and he just looked up and saw the green light, but didn't see the car that had stopped for the red light.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Nailed that car doing like like 40 miles hmm. an hour, 5 yeah. miles an hour. Sent it like through the intersection, about 20 or 30 yards through the intersection. I mean, it was just, and I, I just watched the whole thing. It's like 5 in the morning, just like an explosion. Boom, right? And that's all I could think of is he was probably texting, trying to meet somebody, and you know looked up, saw his green light, but didn't realize the car in front of him was at a full stop starting to go through that
2: green light. And just nailed them.
1: Nasty. Wow. And I
2: mean nailed them hard. People so. on lewds should not drive. Here, here. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so my tip for today is if you have dry skin. Horribly, horribly, horribly dry skin. Especially it's chaff- on your face.
4: It's chaff- yeah, folks, yes, yes, I understand.
0: Dry flaky skin in between your eyebrows
4: the land
2: of chaps yes i recommend eminence facial recovery oil I eminence mean, no. mm. so this is this is my tip is this, <laughs> a this is a new sponsor of the show yes that eminence facial tips. recovery oil, uh, oil. <laughs> yes now this this is my tip for anybody ladies gentlemen pigs in makeup
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you suffer From any sort of facial dryness of any sort that does not want to clear up, especially if you live in a dry, low Mm -hmm. humidity environment and no amount of moisturizing will help you. Get the Eminence Facial Recovery Oil. It is organic. It is biodynamic. It is good for all skin types, including sensitive skin. It costs fucking arm and a leg but it is the most amazing stuff you will ever try because we are in the high desert up here and i had to go buy some more today and i am so thankful that this product exists it is all olive oils and sesame oils and sage leaf extracts and tea tree oils and all kinds of stuff and it does miracles where nothing would help my dry flaky skin would it not
1: be cheaper because i have dry flaky skin we're down in san diego so it's still a deserty um uh, we use like a vinegar spray that we made and some kind of oils as well but we buy them all and make it ourselves
2: yeah i tried that way of going to um an acidic because that's the other thing that they recommend you do and and that did not work for me it didn't help um and this has been the only thing that's helped for me so if if you've tried stuff and you know haven't found a solution I highly Eminence? recommend this product. Eminence, Eminence. Yeah, hmm. it's a awesome. an organic skincare line from um, Hungary.
0: And where do you get that? Um box a lot where do you buy it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. at your mm. online distributor. No. I mean, mm. I get it get at a local uh, I get it actually at my gym, believe it or not. They have a spa, but so uh, it's uh, I'm sure not
4: a, a Walmart
2: guy No, type, they're uh, not. Gonna, but if you go to them. it's eminenceorganics.com. You have to go to on- you'll have to find a distributor for it for sure. It's not you're not gonna find yes, this in the mean. store. So yeah. So that that's hmm. that's, that's that's my tip for today. Nice and, and so uh I think I've I, I I killed enough time there, Lord of the Flame. Ah.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you. And I do have a tip. And Ironically, it's actually a driving tip. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't be in such a rush to get everywhere. Um, Because if you're going to try to rush and do things, you know, cutting people off or the other thing that pisses me off, people like driving along the shoulder and then trying to cut in all the way up front, they don't realize it, but they're creating the situations that they're actually trying to avoid. So don't be in such a rush. Just go with the flow. You're going to get there. And what you think that you're doing to save time really isn't helping you out that much.
4: So no, you're You're going to save half a minute, maybe a minute. Two minutes. I mean, how much time are you really looking to save when you're doing shit like that?
1: Just but don't be me, a douchebag.
4: Yeah, people are just thinking they're saving half an hour. I've got a twenty minute commute and I'm gonna save a half an hour by doing these stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> so I just you're right. You gotta just sit back, listen to some good podcasts and, and don't worry shit about traffic till you get there. Just go with the flow. Exactly. Listen to Glorious Gentlemen, yes. Yes,
0: yes. You're here. here. <laughs> So I think that concludes concludes our show for today. And as usual, Sir Rock's alive. Rock's (laughs) over this show. (laughs)
2: Town, She's good to me Well, I got a woman Way over town She's good to me Oh, yeah She gives me money When I'm in need A friend, a friend indeed I got a woman way over town She's good to me
1: It took me a lot to not try and rock out with you on that oh, one you should have joined <laughs> in
2: <Damn. laughs> I, I,
3: was, I was totally holding
2: back <laughs> all right gentlemen i gotta run all, all right, out. Peace so out. All lot, right out. i know all
0: right today concludes our evening of uh, an enjoyable show um just would like to uh Bid everyone a good night, good night, and Tyler, Sire, good night, this rock lord, good night, Lord of Flame. Lord of the Flame! Lord, lord of the of flaming Flame, Lord. That's pretty hot, you know. Flame oh. on, Lord! Flame on! Flame on! No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just a little flicker there. He's just. He, mm. I, I see him fading away, <laughs> into just a little <laughs> flicker. He used to be hot now, now he's just a little uh, warm little flicker, Introduced into a little spark.
2: May the
3: spark soon ignite again.
2: (laughs) May the spark be with you, Lord of the Flame. (laughs) And also with you. And also with you.
0: (laughs) I'll have to call him Lord of Wicker. (laughs)
3: Damn it, if you would just listen to me (laughs) and do what I say, this will go much smoother.
1: (laughs) Whenever anyone says Idaho, I just am like, what? You're what?